Hey guys, welcome back to the Bloom From Within podcast. If you're new here, my name is Renee and I am your host. Just a reminder, if you like what you hear today, please be sure to leave a positive review. It can only help myself and the show grow. And with that, let's get started. All right, so I have a secret to share. And the secret is, is that this is actually the second time I'm recording this episode. So that is why this was released a little late. I normally like to release the new episodes every Friday morning, but when I listened back to like the first time I recorded this one, I just felt like the message that I was trying to get across was not evident in that version. And I wanted the message to be a lot more impactful than it was in the first one. So I decided that I needed to try it again and record again, because I want to make sure that what I'm saying actually holds value to the people that are listening on the show. So when I recorded it the first time, I was definitely just like rushing into it and just trying to rush to make a deadline. And that's not what I want to do. Obviously, I want to be consistent with what and when I'm putting it out. Like I said, I I just want to make sure that it's actually good stuff that I'm saying. and It's not just me talking aimlessly for no reason at all. So welcome to episode seven. So today, what I want to talk about is how we can turn loneliness into solitude. And first thing I want to talk about is how there's a huge difference between being alone versus being lonely. So when you're alone is that's when you are like physically by yourself, like your physical body is the only living thing around you. There's nobody else physically around you. You are who you have to interact with in that moment versus being lonely You may or may not be physically alone, but it is the destitute of companionship. It's that craving connection and desire to feel connected to someone. So in my opinion, the two biggest contributors to feeling lonely is your confidence and your mindset. So if you view being alone from a place of lack, then you will feel lonely. And if you view being alone as you are missing out on like a friendship or connection or romantic relationship, then you will feel lonely and you will have a really tough time embracing that feeling of solitude. The loneliness that I have ever felt in my life, ironically, was when I was in a long-term relationship and like any long-term relationship, like we saw each other almost every day and we were in contact at all points. But even though we were physically together, there were definitely misses and gaps in that emotional connection. So when we were physically together, I still felt very much alone because I was unable to get what I needed from that person. And when our relationship ended, that feeling of loneliness came like full force. And when that separation happened, I used to think about, oh, now I don't have anyone to lean on or confide in or navigate life with, or I don't have anyone to love me anymore. And I used to think like, how am I going to continue on my life without a partner by my side? And I think that feelings like that are very common, whether you feel that way because of a romantic partner or a friendship or a family connection, it's happening because you're linking the fact that you are alone to how worthy you are as a person. And it's so common to seek connection and companionship, but if you're seeking it from a place of lack or feel like you need somebody, then I would highly recommend really trying to figure out why. If you're someone who has been single and are like desperately trying to find a partner because you feel silly being alone, then this episode is for you. If you are someone who has like FOMO, if all your friends are out without you, then this applies to you as well. 
If you feel like you're a loser because you're home on a Saturday night, then this applies to you. And if you're someone who needs to have every slot of your day filled to feel good about yourself, then this also applies to you. And you may be someone who could find benefit in turning that loneliness that you feel and figuring out how to turn it into solitude. You find solitude when you're alone, but you do not feel lonely. You find solitude when you can be completely comfortable and even look forward to being alone. And you find solitude when you feel comfort and safety in your own embrace. And there are so many reasons why I love being alone and in solitude. And there are so many benefits that I have found from it. And in today's episode, that's what I'm going to be sharing with you are a few of those reasons that why I just love being alone. So when I first started spending a lot of alone time with myself, one of the first benefits that I found from that process was that you can use the alone time as a way to like reset your whole life. So I have the ability to be more productive when I'm alone. Like when I'm alone, I, I don't have the demands of other people around me. I can focus on the task at hand and do like what I want, whenever I want, however I want to do it whether it's like chores or errands or even using it as like moments to reflect, I'm able to follow a more like specific train of thought and I'm able to think more clearly when I don't have the needs of others or I don't have something distracting me. Like I, I truly feel like I make my wisest decisions about my life when I'm, when I'm alone. Like if you ask anybody like where they think they're best, I I guarantee you they're going to say either the car when they're driving or in the shower. And like, Why do you think that is? Because most likely when they're in those two environments, they're most likely alone because they're able to be alone, focus in those places and really be like in tune with their thoughts. It's also a good place like to reset your life because I, I like to use the space to really focus on me and use it as an opportunity to like check in with myself. And it's when I do like the most journaling and reflecting and it's when I'm really able to think about like the vision that I have for myself and whether or not I'm on track. And then if I'm not, like what adjustment should I be making in order to put myself back on track? And then when I'm able to check in with myself and become more attuned with what I want in the moment, and then I can give myself like whatever I need, and then I can be the best version of myself and really have the ability to then show up for other people as well. Becoming a mom has been the most fulfilling, like eye-opening, life-changing experience that I have ever gone through. And there is absolutely nothing that I wouldn't do for my son. But I know that the only way that I can be a great mom to him is if I'm happy. And not just like a fake happy where I'm wearing a mask and just trying to like shield him from the negative emotions of life, but like truly, truly happy, like where I'm proud of who I am and what I offer the life that I'm giving him. And like, don't get me wrong. Being a mom is hard. Like you completely change as a person. Like your perspective changes, your desires change, your commitments change, even your body changes like permanently. But in the midst of all that and that need to like raise and guide another human through life, you still need to make sure you're good. And you do that through being alone and setting aside time for yourself and figuring out what you need. Even if you're not a parent, you can apply this to yourself, like whether it's a partner or friendship, um, you coach people for a living, it's a work relationship, you cannot show up for those people unless you take care of yourself and you are happy. 
And again, the best way to do that is to set aside time to be alone and use it as a way to really check in with yourself, reset your life and get yourself back on track to where you need to be. The second benefit that I have come to find after being alone and being able to find my own solitude is that it really allows me to be still and live in the present moment. So most people are either living in the past and they're ruminating and they're dwelling on things that have already happened and that they cannot change at this point any longer, or they're always looking towards the future and what's ahead. And like when we do this, we are missing what is right in front of us at that present moment. When you live in the present, you're able to notice and appreciate the little things more often. And you're able to like practice gratitude more often and focus on what you do have as opposed to what you're lacking. What I have found that works for me and how I can become more present is to really like cultivate like mindfulness. So in the summer when the weather was much nicer and it wasn't 30 degrees like it is now, I would take daily walks Every single morning, I would walk outside the bike path near my house. And it was literally a part of my morning routine because in the summer I was working nights. So I would go to the gym, I go to the eight o'clock class. And then when that was over, I was already in my gym clothes. So, you know, I was already like sweaty and gross. So I would then go and walk right after class. And I would walk like a couple miles. I would just put like my AirPods in and listen to podcasts and just walk and be present. And every time I would walk, I would observe my surroundings. And in observing my surroundings every single day, I always noticed something different. And what really stuck out to me were two different parts of my walks. So there was one time where I remember remember walking by this tree and I literally, again, walk by the tree every day and I thought I had looked at it really closely, but then one day I just noticed that on a really, really high branch, there was this really cute little like blue and purple birdhouse that somebody had stuck up on this tree in this like public bike path. And it just, I don't know, it was just so cute because it's like, here we are just like passing by this thing every single day. And there's probably like a place where the same bird probably comes every day and you wouldn't even notice because it's just kind of like an out of sight, out of mind thing. So that was the first thing. And then second thing, there's this like tunnel that I have to walk through on this path. And it's a pretty long tunnel. It, it might be like 300 meters or 200 meters. But in the tunnel, that's there's all of this like very, very beautiful, like graffiti street art that people are constantly like painting on there. And it's like every time I walk through, I always see a new piece of artwork up there. And it just, I don't know, it just makes me so happy to see it. So it's it's like if you're not present, you don't get to notice those little things and really appreciate what is in front of you. And I was able to do that by being alone and spending time alone. And again, it just goes back to being alone and then not having all the distractions that kind of like cloud your vision a little bit. So be alone, be present. The third benefit that I got from being alone is that it allowed me to truly get to know myself. When I'm alone, I get to make like decisions for myself without the outside demands. I've kind of already mentioned that. Like I was able to start to notice what me as an individual gravitated towards. So like my likes, my ho- my values, my hobbies, nothing with nothing distracting me. And when you're in a relationship or you spend a lot of time with one person, you face that possibility of becoming codependent and enmeshed and you end up kind of having the same interests or you'll do something because the other person enjoys it and they want to do it. And I saw that in myself in my past relationship. When I was able to spend time alone and in solitude, I then had the opportunity to really get to know myself. And when I truly got to know myself, that's when my confidence increased and that's when my boundaries increased. And when my boundaries increase, 
that's when you really get to live this like exclusive life where you don't need to invite people in who don't add value to it. Something that I've learned recently as I spent time alone and was able to reflect on my like past experiences is I have recently learned about what drains my battery as in like my energy and what charges it. And who in my life falls into those categories of a battery drainer and a battery charger. And what I've realized is that I am so big on energy and I pick up on other people's energy almost like immediately. So if they're cheery and joyful and outgoing, like I'll feed into that and I will be like, that person too. And I will like encourage it. But if I'm with somebody and they're quiet and it's down and it's awkward or something like that, like I'll absorb that energy and I will become that as well. So in spending time in solitude, I've really been able to figure out, you know, who in my life attributes to those different categories and how I can now move forward in my life with or without those people. And I'm not saying that if somebody like drains my battery that I don't want them in my life at all. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that when you're aware of stuff like that, like I have been able to figure out boundaries and limits that I have. So that way I'm still able to maintain relationships with the people that I would label as battery drainers, but still be able to protect myself and my, my own peace. So those are just a few of the benefits that I have come to discover in like during my time alone. And I would highly recommend to anybody to make sure that you spend time alone. If it's not something that you can do every day, at least find a few hours out of your day just to like be still with yourself and really just take the time and give yourself what you need. And as a reminder, like we cannot show up for people in our lives unless we take the time to really nurture ourselves and make sure that we're good. So that's all I have for you for today. If you found any value in this episode, please make sure that you pass it along to a friend who might, you know, take away the same value. And as always, please make sure you leave a positive review, follow the show so that you get notified for new episodes. And uh, yeah, that's all I have guys. So bye.